Hello friend, I created this podcast because I want to serve busy souls like you, looking to up level and live your best life. I chose 9 minutes because everyone has 9 minutes and the number 9 signifies serving humanity, good karma and providing a positive example. In this podcast, I connect you with some of the most influential and successful people in the world who are excited to share their number one advice or success tip with you to help you live your best life. Hello everyone, thank you so much for joining our podcast. Today we got Monica Fay. She is a professional organizer and a leading expert on the psychology of decluttering space and mind. Her work has been featured on CBS, NBC, ABC, and iHeartRadio. She is the author of The Energetic Outcome, Creating a Vibrant Life by Decluttering Your Space and Your Mind. She is the founder of Organize Accelerator, a community and curriculum for thousands of professional organizers from over 35 countries to start and scale an organization business and has led thousands of professional organizers over 35 countries. She has spoken to brands such as Hired, Air&B, and Script to teach people to think differently about the connections between behavior science, mental health, and mess. Monica, amazing resume. Thank you so much for coming to our podcast. Thank you for having me. You made me sound like an all-star just now. <laughs> You are definitely an all-star. Monica, this is amazing. I don't want to waste any time. What and how do we go about declaring our closet? Enhance, give us a better help. Okay, so my whole philosophy on organization is that we kind of have to get away from all the things we're taught of everything having to be picture perfect, nice and neat, or a complete disaster where if you're nice and neat, then you are someone who is excelling. And if you are really messy, then you are someone who's failing at life and you know, you're never getting anything done. And I like to take a more, um, I like to take a behavioral science approach to it, a mental health approach to it. And I think of it this way is the clutter a symptom is, is, our mental health a symptom of the clutter around us or is our clutter a symptom of what's already going on in our brains? So when I come into someone's home and there's just a lot going on, a big mess and everything, the first thing I like to ask is, hey, what is your schedule like? What is going on for you? What are your commitments like? Because if you can show me your calendar, if you can show me how you're spending every day, I mean, I can pretty much tell you why things are the way they are because we've got so much going on in our brains so much that we're packing into our schedules um, and taking on so much um, mentally that it's manifesting physically everywhere and we people are it's showing up in ways like people are purchasing things um, that that more is coming into the house than is coming out of the house and more information is being packed into our brains via books, magazines, um, social media apps, just all of the, the news that we see, Twitter um, feeds, and there is no outlet for it, right? So we just keep having all this stuff coming in, coming in. And then society is telling us, well, let me teach you a system to manage all of it better. But 
all we're doing is just pushing things around. It doesn't matter how neat it looks. If you're just pushing all the stuff around over and over again, and more, is, more and more is coming in. So the approach I like to take is if you can be honest about the commitments you're making um, and how much is coming in and how you feel about your current life, if you can let off a little bit of that steam, if you can say no to a few things, if you can let a few things go, then you don't have to create too many systems of organization. Um, so the first thing that I tell people to do is to do a big brain dump. Before you declutter anything, before you make a decision, you want to do a brain dump of all the things that you are worrying about, all the things that you have to do, all the people you have to see, all the bills you have to pay, every single thing that's going on in your life that is cluttering your brain. And then you want to create a system after you've got that out, you've got a little bit of clarity in your head and you write and you write and write until there's nothing left, till there's nothingness. I call it the no thingness. So this is in list form. You just keep writing and writing. You have a clear space to look at everything. So then when you look at your stuff, you're not thinking of all the things you need to do and all the uses for it and how you can, um, if somebody might need it someday, you might need it someday. And that's how we get in trouble with all those those electrical cords, like all the phone cords from 10 years ago. It's like one day we might need it. Who knows? Um, you know, my Nokia cord might fit into my Christmas lights. Who knows? Um, and so when you have the clear space of mind, you're able to see the vision you have for your home or your car or your office or the way you want to structure your home. I mean, your life. And then you can start to look at your things. You pull them all out and you can look at things and say, hey, I've got a lot of this stuff and it does not fit into how I want to live and how I function best. And how you function best is if you didn't have anything else to worry about and you only did the things that moved you forward, what would you need? And so when you do it that way, then you can start to be honest with yourself about what you really need, what you really enjoy, and what moves the needle in the things that you're trying to accomplish, whether that be a closer relationship with someone um, or making sure that your kids are getting the education and activities in that they need and the special attention they need, or even just self-care. Am I feeding myself the right way? Um, am I clothing myself in a way that feels good? So when you can be honest about those things, it's so much easier to just let go of everything else that doesn't serve that anymore love it monica monica speaking about those 10 phone calls that we have uh from 10 years ago i have a question that a lot of people could relate to speaking about brain jumping i read so many books and have so many books that that i read 10 years ago but i'm having a hard time getting rid of it it's like that phone cord it's like that little baby that i have what's the easiest way to let go and get rid of this stuff that books that we used to read and used to love okay so i'm gonna tell you a story i am a huge reader i that is how i got through my childhood and teen years when things weren't great i was buried in a book that was my life um so books were really important to me because that's what i that was part of my identity and i had a really hard time letting go of anything Oh, that involved books. And that's kind of weird, right? Because I'm a professional organizer. I should be, I should know how to let go. It, no, I had to train myself. So this is, this is how I let go of the biggest collection of uh, magazines that I had. I had collected every single um, 
New Yorker since I was 14 years old. My grandmother got me into it. She was like, "This, you need to start reading this as a teenager. So, And those come out, I think, like every other week or something like that. So I had a lot, and I kept them in these plastic tote bins. You know those like really cheap drawers that you get when you're just like, I'm not buying a whole piece of furniture to put things in. I'm just going to get this little plastic shelf. So everybody has those. I had a big one, and I shoved all of them in there. I hauled them all the way to California from D.C., and... Um, I was moving apartments. I, I think I was like 26 or 27 at the time. So this is like 12 years of the New Yorker. Um, I was moving and I pulled some stuff out of my trunk because I was not using movers. I was being cheap 20 something and moving everything myself. I go upstairs, I bring some stuff upstairs and I had left the tote bins out by my car. And in LA, everybody has kind of like open parking. It's like a carport. Well, I kind of, I have ADHD. I forgot. I don't know what I was doing. I was like lounging around and like three hours later ago, running downstairs and there was no tote bins. All my New Yorkers were gone. And I was like, who? I was on this main road and I'm like searching around. Like I felt so betrayed. I was like, somebody stole these stupid cheap bins that I have full of the New Yorker. There's no value in this whatsoever. And so I'm just, I felt so betrayed. But what I learned from that was like, I hadn't looked at any of those issues at all in years. And I wasn't worse off. The knowledge I acquired didn't go away at all. So then I started looking at my book collection. And what I had to tell myself or ask myself was this, what books am I keeping? Because I want other people to look at my collection and think that I am this intelligent, well-read person. Or what books made like an experience that I remember? And the, uh, the slogan for TED is an idea worth uh, an idea worth sharing. So I think about that when I read books that I really enjoy, is it an idea worth sharing? If it's just something that you read in passing, let it go. If it's something to make you look good, let it go. And that's how I deal with the, the books. That's awesome, Monica. Um, for the last minute, one of the things that I do is that every time that I, that I get buy a new clothes or a, a piece of clothes that I receive, I gift it. And that makes me feel amazing that we send it to Sri Lanka when we go to countries like India or Tanzania, we take it and give it. And that's really a, a mental health for me. Um, can you tell us about some of the stuff like that we could do? Yeah, absolutely. And when you give your things, um, when you co consciously give your things to someone you know will need it, it does make you feel so good and so much lighter and it's easier to give away. Um, so if anybody has family in another country or in an area that they don't have a lot of access to uh, clothing, it is wonderful if you can just ship it out and get it to them. Um, you can also send your stuff to battered women's shelters. A lot of times the addresses are hidden, so you have to call and ask permission, but those are great places to um, donate your clothes to. The one thing I will say, if you're going to give it to a family member, please take a picture and ask them via text message or phone first, because we do not want to gift our burden to people without out permission <laughs> Monica this is amazing uh, creating a vibrant life by decluttering your space and your mind it's, it's mental health physical health giving helping beyond grateful thank you so much for your time today thank you I love to see you guys and thank you for having me my takeaway from this episode is decluttering for mental health 
So I'm a big fan of protecting your mental health. And since last I talked to Monica, it's been about a week that I really, um, she's almost been in my back of my mind. Like say I come inside from going somewhere, you know, I try to put the jacket in a rush on top of the couch or somewhere it doesn't belong. I felt like that Monica's words about decluttering the house that's helped with your mental set mindset. So I made a point to hang my jacket at the right places, put my shoes at the right places. And honestly, it just feels so good. Not only that I'm doing that, that's almost like, you know, as soon as you get up in the morning, you're fixing your bed. It just makes the day better by me putting the jacket. Now I'm set to do my next task with a clear uh, mental health, clear mindset. And it just feels so great give it a try i know you will love it not only you will i think you're gonna like it you will have a clean house and a clear house so you could think and function that much better thank you so much for listening to this entire podcast if you are the kind of person who loves to help others and you found value in this podcast Please do share with your friends and your family. I know if you found value, they will too. I believe we should always strive to be the best version of us. Let's pay it forward and help more people. If you would please leave a great review on iTunes or the podcast platform you are listening, I'd be grateful. That will enable me to reach more people to serve. People who are looking for their next level of success in life. Together, we can transform the world. If you have any questions or suggestions, please reach out to me at podcast at and through my social media.